You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. The views and opinions expressed on this show do not necessarily represent those of the network, its advertisers, owners, or sponsors. All right. Welcome to Refrigerator Diaries. Hashtag RD. Keeping the people engaged with the food. Share your stories, music, video topics. Let people know what's on your diary. Hashtag what's your ID. So before we get started here, I just want to give a special thanks to our sponsor. Thanks to Audible for this show. So we've got an amazing guest on here, uh, one that has known me, uh, boys to men, as a, a friend of mine always <laughs> says, um, Mike Batinger with uh, This Detroit Life. Good evening, sir. How are you? Uh, fantastic. Fantastic. How about yourself? Uh, I'm hanging in there, my friend. I, before we even get started, has anyone ever told you how nice and soothing your voice is? I get. I do get it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I do get it. Uh, I practice in a shower. With your headphones on and everything, eh? I yep. Looking for a headphone <laughs> endorsement. So for all those listening, let them know. Honestly, though, Audible, it's absolutely fantastic. All right. So that being said, we got that out of the way. Let's go into what you got going on now. Like I remember, you know, talking with you about getting this Detroit life started and you know, it kind of going into it being like more about lifestyle, about Detroit. And, uh, you know, I don't know if you know this, um, but back in my Wayne State college days, I interned for After Five Detroit. Okay. I, um, I had to go take pictures of different events and then do editorial style blogs about Detroit City. So okay. what's going on in the city? Uh, how to spend your St. Patrick's Day, top five places to go on a date, stuff like that. Sure, absolutely. So that's it, it really all got started, uh, this Detroit life, because my uh my my idea was that my friends and myself in particular didn't really have much of a uh, a platform in which to share what was going on in their lives and how the city affected them and what was going on. So uh the idea originally came to me because uh, I would see like top 10 lists and, and top 10 uh, legitimately like the top 10 Instagram handles to follow. And I would always get really pissed because I was never on one. And there were ones on there that I felt that, uh, you know, th- there were other ones that were out there that maybe could have been uh, shared a little bit more. And my friends were doing really cool things. They just didn't have this a platform in which to like bring it all together from news to micro events versus the macro events to uh to like podcasts it's just happenings photographers they they there were all different types of sites out there that had their own specialty right but there wasn't one that encompassed everything and that spoke to what my friends and my uh I don't know, I don't want to say connection but my friends what they were what they were up to right mm-hmm. so uh I was just brainstorming one night and trying to come up with ideas. And I said, you know what? Well, I've been here forever. You know, this Detroit life, it just kind of all came together in a real I, quick. I do like the name. Yeah, I appreciate that, man. It, you know, uh, it, it shortened it up and went to TDL, to this Detroit life, to, uh, you know. It just, sounds like it should be like a, a magazine poster caption or like a like the, the caption for 
episode shows. Like, I, I think this should be a show. I'm certainly not opposed like to the it Wonder, being like the Wonder Years, you know, like <laughs> I what the Wonder Years. Yeah, but you, you have this Detroit life, and then who's uh, going to be Fred Savage? Well, you know me. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got this Detroit life on on the uh, the burner here. You um, you, you've probably started making a lot of new friends. I, I noticed you're posting pictures, like you're sure, doing interviewing sure. people. How's that been? So my bread and butter is just like iPhoneography, right? So taking pictures, posting them, uh, kind of covering the social bases, uh, different events that are going on. Uh, on the micro versus the macro level, right? So like everybody knows when there's a big concert in town. Everybody knows when there's a Tigers game going on. But not everybody knows when there might be, you know, a local art show going on at a small bar or maybe a specific food pop-up that individuals would, would really be interested in and they want to hear about. They just don't have access to knowing when it's going on apart from getting lucky on like a Facebook event post, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, Those Facebook algorithms, you know, you got to watch them. They work. They work, right? But uh, yeah, we we just got we just launched the website. Now we're trying to work on different apparel. Uh, Instagram's growing. We had one post that went uh, crazy viral in the city, which I was uh, you know over the moon about. Yeah, how much? It was what just was the, uh, dude, in, like the... six hundred thousand, uh, seven hundred thousand like impressions and views, all organic, and uh, that kind of that that started like this this big growth in the city from where it went from like three to 500 likes and shares to like, now I'll get plenty of views and uh, it, it got, it was pretty exciting, right? Does it, it doesn't sound like much on like hey, a man. national level. Right. But when you, when you break it down, um, you know, it, it was pretty I cool. 600,000. Well, it was one time, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so uh, yeah, dude, I, I was excited and uh now it's got a little more. I, I can point to that now, right, and say, "Hey, mm-hmm. uh, this is th- these are what we're getting on our stats." And so, yeah, we're just trying to build something organically, build a platform that individuals uh, that are connected within the city that are doing these micro events or. Uh, I don't know, man. Like, yeah. And for those of you that are listening, the audience, the audience. So, uh, when you get a chance to take a look at this Detroit life, you, you can follow on the stories, you can follow on the, the pictures. And it's very much like a, a point of view adventure, right? Like, I, you just recently also went to Mount Fuji. You're representing Detroit. Yeah, dude. So, uh, they, uh, yeah, dude. I actually, I just got back, uh, from Japan, like, a week ago, right? And hiked the whole uh, Mount Fuji, took a Detroit city flag up there. So, uh, yeah, I mean, that was, that was part of it, right? Is just kind of spreading love for the city, uh, the, a town in which I came from, you know, just, uh, yeah, it was, it was a, a pretty big adventure. So, so why, why'd you go over there? Why, why leave Detroit, you know, to go all the way over to Mount Fuji? Expand my horizons, man. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude. Uh, Did you eat any you know, food over there? Yeah, so absolutely, right? So, no, I went to Japan. I had a friend that was going, and uh, kind of the stars aligned, and I was uh, I was able to get uh, the time away and finagle the plane ticket and get everything put together and uh, flew out there. was only there for like five five nights or so. But, uh, yeah, dude, we had, uh, we had just about everything. Actually, the one thing you'd probably be pretty interested in was fugu. So that have you heard of fugu? Mm-mm. So that's uh, the poisonous puffer fish. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. So now, right, rings a bell. Uh, 
It was cool, but like my palate, yeah, absolutely, I had it okay. at a, at a place called uh, Sushi Zen Mai. Mm. Uh, was it, did it look uh, probably? Dude, in Japan, I don't. It's probably as authentic as I, it can be. Yeah, it definitely was authentic, but at the same time, like I don't see why. Like I, I probably wouldn't need to get it again, but it was a cool experience to try it and be a little like apprehensive, right? Mm. So uh, yeah, I mean, just tons of sushi. Uh, the fugu was pretty crazy. Eel, you know what I mean? Ramen we had over there. Uh, and strangely enough, like this Japanese pork cutlet. Mm. Yeah. Okay. I got you. Uh, before we, uh, we take a quick break here, I just wanted to take a quick note to call out and thank all of the voters out there. Every single one of you has done your civic duty. I raise my seven up to you. That being said, when we come back, we're going to go right into what Mike Banger from This Detroit Life thinks about what's going on in Detroit. We're going to talk about some Detroit topics, and we'll put out a challenge for you when we return on Refrigerator Diaries. All right. So I just want to take this time to give a quick thanks to our sponsor, Thanks to Audible for this show. To start your free 30-day trial and receive a free audiobook, visit www.audible.com slash Detroit or text Detroit to 500-500. Once again, go to audible.com slash Detroit or text Detroit to 500-500 to get started. A good book that I'm really into right now. Shout out to the... Rest in peace there, Anthony Bourdain. But Kitchen Confidential, very solid. Uh, definitely something that led me to what I am pursuing uh, these days as it relates to the restaurant industry. Audiobooks are a great sidekick for summer activities like hiking, sunbathing on the beach, running, road tripping, enjoying downtime outdoors, or listening to them while you make a dope and delicious meal. So we are back on to Refrigerated Diaries. Hashtag what's your RD? And we're going to jump right into it here. I've got Mike Batinger on the line. On the line? Yeah. I mean, you're right in front of me. <laughs> right in front of you. What's up, man? <laughs> Not too much. Hey, thank, Not too you know much. what? Thank you very much for having me on. I really appreciate it, Gotti. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah. yeah we go back, I mean – Forever, right? Yeah, so, boy, so man, you, you use the nickname Gotti, which not a lot of people these days uh, reference me by. Well, I mean, dude, it's uh, yeah, you know what I'm saying. I've oh, known yeah. you forever. You're a good dude. I appreciate you having me on, man. Man, no, thanks for being on here. So we're gonna get into a couple of topics here. Um, you know, I was waiting for a meeting at a um undisclosed location here in uh, in Detroit. Uh, if you guys don't know, property all along Woodward, all the way up to the property line of Detroit city limits is being purchased up. Hint, hint, pay attention to Chaldean town. But in that area, there's a little known place called uh, Dutch Girl Donuts. And uh, right next to my commissary kitchen, there's another little known place called uh, Dilla's Delights. Uh, so I don't really eat a lot of donuts, but I, I, I take... <laughs> Take my time to come and check some of these out, but I want to get into some over the top donuts, some some crazy things. And, and you know what? Real quick, just shout out Dylan's because I had a, a delicious blueberry vegan uh, right donut. Absolutely, from there it was excellent. Uh, yeah, man, I they, just wanted you said donuts. I like donuts. You know what? So have you had? So they've got some off the um, 
off the uh, menu items. Like they're, it's like a Chinese restaurant. Like they really? off the menu donuts that you can order. So there's like a, a mango habanero donut that you can order. There's a strawberry margarita. Do they just make it like per request? Uh, actually, I'm not, I'm not sure. You, you kind of just ask and see what they get. Like they've got like a, a basil What's in the back? and rosemary. There's like a broccoli okay. cheddar potato. Broccoli a, cheddar potato. Terry Masu. <laughs> no, I'm serious. Sure, dude. Yeah, like this is what's happening over there. But, you know, outside of that, there was a picture that I saw of a donut that was a Krispy Kreme sandwich. There was bacon. There was, I believe, egg. I'm not sure. It's okay. Like, it's, it's like a, I guess a, a Krispy Kreme breakfast sandwich almost. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But you know, it's, it's like cardiac cloggers. Well, I think that's <laughs> called. That's insane. I, are you into that? type? No, of I'm not. That's a little much. Are you kidding me? That's no, dude. I mean, you know what I'm saying? I like donuts as much as the next guy, but definitely not like a cheeseburger with donut, um, with donut buns, you know? Oh, you know, oh, yeah. actually that might be a, a good idea though. A cheeseburger donut. Yeah, I'm not, I'm, I can assure you that I'm not the first one to think of that. So that is that's an actual thing, right? Okay. But um, you wouldn't eat that. I mean, I try it. You, if you bring one in, I try it. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I probably would, I wouldn't go out of my way for it, but I would definitely. Uh, I'm you just know. trying to feed, like give you things to like look out for for this Detroit life. I can then see if you actually ate it. And, yeah, and top five, I, top five donut places to get yeah. to. Yeah, no, for sure, dude. I, I would totally follow it. Then I can know where else to go outside of my favorite two spots. You know, so if you've seen a ridiculous donut, anything crazy something like that, feel free to email us at refrigeratordiaries at gmail.com. We'll take a look at it. And if it is as uh, ridiculous as it looks, then we'll go out there, visit it, and then we'll have you come along with. What type of things are over-the-top donuts? Oh, you know, um, anything that just like crazy filling, for example. So if you're putting booze inside your, your filling in a donut. Like a Fruity Pebbles donut? Fruity Pebbles. I've had a Fru- Fruity Pebbles donut. Is it like all Fruity Pebbles? Yeah. No, it was delicious. So here's, here's the thing, right? So uh, the, you, I mean, you can tell everybody why you brought this up because of my shirt <laughs> right now. It has a donut on it, right? It does have so a donut on it. you said it was a, a Refrigerator Diaries podcast, right? So it's all about food. So I decided to wear my food, my favorite food shirt. Yeah. And uh, as far as like over the top donuts go, so this is what, this is my one thing I'm going to say about it. Let's go. I love donuts. Now, the problem is with these over the top donuts is that. Uh, they concentrate so much on like the the toppings, right? They they get these off the wall ideas, like all right, mm. we'll put uh, I don't know, like an orange creamsicle donut, fruity pebbles donut, and, and Oreo cookies and cream, and and those are great, right? So the toppings are f- just phenomenal, but then the substance of the donut I've found has always been a little subpar. Like I'm not saying that, like any of the shops, I'm not saying any of them, but like. Big toppings, crazy ideas do not cover up for, you know, a subpar actual like dough of a donut, right? So that's why I just like like the plain uh, regular donuts, like a flawless execution of the basics when it comes to a donut or to a meal, right? So I don't need like all, all the crazy toppings. 
I need to have some substance, right? You know what I'm saying? I feel like I need to say here, here at the end. Of the- <laughs> That's what I'm saying. No, so like you, you can church it up however you want. You can make it. You can make it a crazy uh, donut. But if, but at the end of the day, if there's not like a, a great product underneath it, literally the base of it is not holding up like th- that top layer. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? You know that what I'm makes saying? A lot of sense. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I'll still eat them. I still, you know what I'm saying? But like, it's all, I've always been a little disappointed in the quality of the actual dough of the donut. Yeah. You know, and it seems like on Punchkey Day, some of them come out. Um, shout out to uh, Good Cakes and Bakes on uh, Livernoy. They, April Anderson does an excellent job. Right. What's the spot in Hamtramck? Alleged Trait Macaroon. I, I don't know, man. It's like the original. Well, I'll think of it, but it's like the original bakery that does the punch keys. Like that's that's the spot that you have to go, right? Okay. I mean, I, do you have to go there? If you want to, if you want like a legit punch key, I don't know. I'm not. You're you're the I, listen. Right. I, I'm the donut guy. I get it. But I'm just saying, like, if you're gonna do something, you gotta have your bases covered, 100 percent correct. New Palace. New Palace. That's the one. Thank you very much. Okay. See, so. Often imitated, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, so you get, you get, uh, it's not just a jelly donut. Like, they'll do it the traditional, the original way. Uh, you get a dozen. That's why there's a line out the door at 530 on Fat Tuesday. Shout out Fat Tuesday. <laughs> All right. Yeah, shout out, shout out. So, you know, uh, I wanted you to close us out here um, on Refrigerated Diaries behind the field sure. with a couple of things. Uh, first off, let us know, what do you, what do you eat for breakfast every day? <laughs> Man, I I don't really eat breakfast. I got to be honest with you. It's the most, most important, important meal of the day. day. I yeah, know, you, I know. What is up with that? Uh, you know, I'm just trying to hustle out the door, and I, I could certainly do a much. You're gonna make me feel guilty. You know what I'm saying? I I could I'm certainly do a much better job. Too. I know, I know, dude. You know, I I mean, sometimes I'd boil some eggs the night before, grab mm-hmm. a hard boiled egg on the way out, but you know, I I got to be out the door at like seven, so trying to get every minute of uh of sleep that I can get. All right. Well, lunch ain't much better either, my man. What about dinner? What's the best thing you've had for dinner in the past thirty days? Past thirty days? Yeah. I don't know, man. I just honestly, maybe like a sweet potato quesadilla. <laughs> what? What? That's what. <laughs> no, I'm saying like a vegetarian sweet potato quesadilla is probably the best thing I had in the last thirty days. Who made it? Not me. <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> Where'd you get it from? Uh, I I just. Uh, Oh, okay. You know, uh, an individual had made it for me, uh, had made dinner for me. It was great, phenomenal, but it definitely was not. Uh, you know, that's not my normal, my normal meal. I'm on the, I'm on the go. You know what I'm saying? So, okay. like, you tell me what's the what, what what's can the- I do to have a breakfast and maybe a dinner as a guy that's just on the go in Detroit? Like, where am I? What am I looking out for? Yeah, well, you know what, the best thing you can do is, uh, is you got to know how to order with some satisfaction. So. Whenever I go someplace, I, I take I don't a even look. know what that means, bro. Ordering with satisfaction is probably the most important lesson you'll ne- ever need in life. Not just in the restaurant, not just in the kitchen, but in life. Okay. You know, uh, and essentially involves design thinking and how you approach a menu. Are you familiar with design thinking? No, please enlighten me. All right. So design thinking is the basic principle of utilizing the basic human emotion of empathizing like you empathize with someone how you sympathize with someone so you empathize with this menu and go from a level of understanding of how and why these individual items were placed on this menu and how they're supposed to match with each other and then from there you figure out 
what that menu is supposed to do for you. So if you're kind of hungry, a little bit hungry, or very hungry, and then as soon as you get that, you can then combine all of those pertinent details into how you should order. So if you want, I would go with sides first and then build the sides to make something. I just got macaroni and cheese with fish last night. and everyone- So you start with the macaroni and cheese? Mm-hmm. So, so break it down again. So you're saying like you... What was it? Design thinking as it yeah, design uh, thinking as it applies to your menu. Okay, so so I'm a steak and potatoes guy at the heart of it, right? right. So what I would look for is first is my vegetable. What do I want as a vegetable? Yeah, what did you want as your vegetable? That we'll say starts, starts uh, we'll say corn, right? Oh, like, okay. So then I go into like my starch. Mm-hmm. So like a potato. Yeah, sure. Okay, and then I look for the big the big entree. Yeah, as long as it's within the the confines of what you want. So, like, if you're kind of hungry or very hungry, that's probably where you'd go. But if you're like, I am slightly, always hungry. Hey, well, you know, <laughs> maybe that's why you get to lick the plate. You know, big boys saying, do that. <laughs> I'm saying, dude. <laughs> All right, so I'm gonna go ahead and uh, cut a shirt for time here. But I appreciate you getting on the microphone with us. Any last items you'd like to go into? Any shout outs, Detroit? life honestly you know what check us out uh we'd love to they, engage with you. Find you certainly so any uh any whatever your preferred social media outlet is it's at this detroit life uh you can check us out on facebook obviously at this detroit life uh if you see me around just say what's up i'd be happy to you know talk to you if you got any ideas if you got anything that you want to uh just chop it up about and talk to me please by all means stop say what's up shoot me an email this detroit life at gmail.com uh you know, Godwin, obviously, thank you for having me on. I really appreciate it. Hopefully, uh, you know, we can we can certainly do this again. Oh, yeah. uh, you know what I, you know, like, I, I got to work on my food and beverage background. You know what I, you know what I didn't tell you, man? What's that? My first gig ever, my first job ever was at a restaurant. Do you know that? You know, so one in three people in life work in a restaurant within their lifetime. No, I believe it, especially in the city. That's why, like, I have this belief. That's why you can't really have a bad meal if you're going downtown somewhere. Everybody, uh, kind of growing up in the city, at least for a, a portion of whatever they, you know, decide to pursue, at at the heart of it and at the beginning of it, there are so many people that worked in restaurants. Right? Mm-hmm. It's uh, a lot of times it's people's first job. People kind of get into it and then they stick with it. And they go from one position to another and work their way up. That's why you go to like dive bars and you have meals in the city that, that are absolutely incredible, right? Mm-hmm. Now, I am not the example that I'm talking about whatsoever because you know what restaurant I worked at? No. Johnny Rockets, bro. Oh, okay. You know, if you, you guys remember Johnny Rockets, right? 50-style yeah. diner. So the homies would come in and uh, they would put, like, the nickel in the uh, the jukebox there and they would make me dance consistently to uh, R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Respect. You guys know what I'm talking about? I still remember half the dance. It, it was ridiculous. So they would come in. It was right across the street from uh, uh, Comerica Park. Do you remember mm-hmm. that? It's closed down now, but that was like my first gig. You know, Ask me how long I lasted. A week? A month. Oh, um, but, you know, it's not like they were scheduling me consistently throughout the, that month, you know? So, uh, man, dude, I, I couldn't hack it, honestly. like So servers and, you know, hosts, hosts, chefs – I mean, that's a lifestyle. I, I was not cut out for it at that age. You know what I'm saying? So uh-huh. you, were, you were asking about shout out. Shout out everyone that's working in the industry right now. 
Right. Absolutely. Yeah. And on that note, I support one fair wage. I do not support the removal of the tip credit. So that being said, one fair wage is in the favor of everyone in the restaurant industry. Till next time.